Hello, gatherers. It's Friday. However, we don't have a gathering for you. Instead, we have a tease for you for next week. If you listened to our episode about two weeks ago, we kind of announced that we're going to change our format for the gathering instead of being every week to every other week. This episode has Russell Nolte on, who we've had before on Indie Comics and Continuation, and he is such a pleasure to talk to. And he has a fantastic event that's happening in Santa Monica. It's just a good tease for what he's been working on. So I hope you enjoy this episode and this will go into next week and we'll have a full episode with a normal format for you then. Enjoy the show. They had like hundreds, hundreds of different like ones of this and they were all like under five bucks a piece and if you ordered in bulk. So I started ordering like a few different kinds and testing them out. And I was like, do we want bees? Cause you know, my our company is wannabe press and the logo and the mascot is a bee named Melissa. And all the things are bees. Our, our people are yeah, the yeah, wannabes. Yeah, 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 are... Melissa. That's, that's, that's awesome. Melissa means, uh, means um, honeybee in Greek. So that's why. Really? The name. No. So here's the thing is it's kind of a negatively connotated name. Okay. Like you're a wannabe. You're not like in the in crowd. So yeah. like you, you're, you're not like doing the thing you want to do. So I wasn't surprised. But like that's who I was. Like – like I was, and I had the name Wannabe from the first web, the first comic I ever did was called The Wannabes. Okay. And so I already had kind of the logo. Yeah. And I just uh, went to my old designer. I was like, can you just remove the S from that and tell me how much it will cost? He's just like, here, fucking. <laughs> and so, like, the Wannabe logo is actually uh, the same logo as the Wannabes first thing. So it was like, it made sense to me. It, like, it was like, it, it, it reminded me of like my past. And it kind of was like the kind of, style that i wanted for the people around me which was like all the people that like our products are like fuck like like big companies like fuck like uh trying to get published by other people like we're gonna make our own thing we're gonna do our own thing like we're all like so just like invited with the spirit perfectly but i totally wasn't surprised that people that were doing like a mass market wouldn't want to be associated with kind of a negative connotation. I mean, I kind of took that negative connotation and people at the beginning were like, what? Like, I don't get it. Like, you know, they kind of were backed off, but eventually we sort of found these people and, Mm. you know, it's a smaller niche than like John's comics or whatever. But like the people really were like, yeah, man, I'm a wannabe. Like I fucking like, like, I want to like I like I want to do stuff because it was also like an active word, right? It's like I want to do stuff. I don't want to just sit on the sidelines. Like I want to be yeah. something. I want to be a filmmaker. I want to be a creator. I want to be a thing. And now it was some part of it was like taking people from wannabes to like are, you know? Right. Yeah. I hope you don't mind, but we might you might have to repeat all that in fourteenth episode of the Okay, right there. Cool. Cool. cool so cool. that is uh so basically that is uh, two hundred twenty four pages of monsters. All sorts of monsters from cute to scary, sci-fi, fantasy, everything in between. Um, the cover is done by Aaron Alexevich, who draws Invader Zim and did Serenity Rose, my favorite webcomic of all time. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, Jonah Vasquez is my spirit animal. So <laughs> like a lot of our books kind of emulate his tone and spirit. And a lot of our a lot of Jonah's fans are like also are our fans because like, you know, Joan is kind of weird and quirky and gothy. Yeah. That's a good idea. I can't believe no one's ever done it before. That's true. Like first time I've seen that. Think of how many anthologies there are. I just I I was like 
because I backed the Ladybug anthology and a lot yeah. of anthology projects, and they were nice, but I would go to all their signings. So I went to all the Ladybug signings and a lot of, and what ended up happening is the people were signing on all sorts of pages. And I was like, there's no consistency. I want you to all sign on the same page. And the editors were all like, how do I get people to sign on the same page? They were like, sign here, sign here. And people were still signing everywhere. Yeah. So I was like, okay, how do I – if the action that I want them to take is to sign on a given page, I need to make it. And people – like that's one of the most – that's the thing that I get commented on almost more than the stories inside <laughs> of it. It's like, oh, that's such a brilliant idea. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, that's the worst part of the buy. So whenever but someone, but it's a cool idea though, because I mean, like you said, you do most of these sales at conventions, and these are all people you can meet in Southern California conventions, and you don't have to go to WonderCon and Comic Con and do that. You can go to some of the smaller ones, and you can get that same. Yeah, I will say that there's people all around the country and world. Most, a lot of them are in Southern California, uh, but there's also a lot um, in conventions that you would have to go to like Emerald City for, or like Kansas City Comic Con. Some even on the. A lot of okay. the a lot of Chicago say, ones, you know, but you know Emerald City, yeah, you know people from California can go up there, but Kansas City, that one might be a little bit more difficult to sell people on. Yeah, what what's nice about the book is there's three different kinds of artists that are in it. Um, the first part are brand new artists, so people that have never had another credit or only like a couple of anthology credits, or have only uh, self published maybe one book. Like the the prose part in there, Jack Holder is running the uh, an anthology project of his own right now on Kickstarter and that's like this is kind of the code but he's never been published before but he is publishing his 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 first piece in uh the in that anthology and his own anthology at the same time and then there are people that have uh comic credits yeah. before and even and like Jack has had does have has put his, together his own projects just none have been published quite in a full volume like that before and Jerkin boy um is there really a Thomas Bacon yeah I want his last name. Is is that a pen name? No, his name's Tom Bacon. Wow. He actually colored uh, Katrina, and he also um, he also uh, colored my one of my first books, Paradise. He must, have, he must have stories when he was a kid. I want that last name. So I'm I'm not gonna lie. I was I was leaving through this book when when you handed it to me, and I was like, okay, you know that that that's interesting art. That's interesting art. Oh, that that that's cool. And then I got to the Calatzeli by Jack Holder, and I was like. Oh shit! I want. I I'm here. All right, fuck. Let's read this. Yeah. So that. So this is the best part of bad anthologies, right? Because you see, you get to see all yeah. these different. Like, you know. And, and you're gonna get the twenty percent that. Hopefully, my goal is you fucking love twenty percent of it. Did you see Ghoul? Yeah. yeah. Ghoul. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fucking gorgeous. Yeah, that guy. That's Stan Yak. He works a lot for Alterna. He does a book called Go West. There's a lot of indie stuff, and he actually also did the uh, illustrations in uh, Jack's story, Khaled Seeley. Yeah. Um, but what's great about an anthology is 20% you're gonna love, probably 10 to 20% you're gonna hate, uh, or not like, not not resonate with you. But my real hope is that that other 60% are going to open your minds to things that you may not necessarily like Esmeralda now. Esmeralda tree looks gorgeous. gorgeous. But yeah, you're going you're gonna to find stuff that's right in your wheelhouse that you love. And you're going you're gonna to find stuff on the opposite side of that that you really dislike. But you might find some stuff that, that maybe you're interested in. Right, maybe, like maybe that opens you up to thinking about that style or that. I mean, that, we've had ladybugs on indie comics, and like you know, some of those stories, I was like, I, I would never like an art like that. But then I saw it then, and I'm like, wow, like this really works. And so, like whenever I would see it in you know stories like that, it really works well. And I like I love the art style. Like I remember, kind of like I, I know it's a weird uh, 
to compare, but like Arkham Asylum, that when that when that right. book came out, like the art is so hard to look at sometimes. Like right. it's which the first time, like you know, because I was reading comics and I was just used to Batman looking like Batman, Joker looking like Joker, and in this book, he just looks like a bunch of lines and just a bunch of weird craziness, and that doesn't, you know. And then right. like after a couple, you know, maybe like ten pages, you finally get get into the art. But first look, you're just like. What what am, whoa what am I looking at? Right. Well, what's great is you get an anchor point, right? Like, yeah. For instance, let's just take the Khaled Seeley story again, uh, the Jack Holder story. A lot of people come to my table and say they don't like comics. Yeah. Like they don't read comics, and I said you read books, and I have obviously novels and graphic novels at my table, and that is a grounding place. It's like this is a there's a 15 page story in here, which is a monster story, which is great, and it is a prose. Hopefully, you use that as your anchor point, or Ghoul, or yeah. Esmeralda's Tree as your anchor point of like, I know I'm going to like this. I'm probably going to like like five or seven more stories, and then I might see art styles that I don't necessarily like. Yeah. One, one of the ones that um, is pretty polarizing is uh, my friend uh, towards the beginning of the book. I think it's the sixth or seventh story. It's called Undeducation. Um, it's right after oh, yeah. Vengeance. It's like it's a very loose pencil style. It, it it like it really polarizes people, and it's something that you wouldn't normally see in comics. But he um, draws a book, and the artist and the writer does write other books, and they chose to do this style, which is not conventionally something you would see in a comic. But one of the great things about this is you can try this other style. And yeah. you can try to read this other style and see if it resonates with you. And it may be something you would never read again, but it may be something you would love to read again and you would never have done if you hadn't tried it. Yeah, and you know what? It kind of looks like a more indie version of Zot. Uh, Scott McCloud's Scott. Uh, Zot. Yeah. Have you read Zot before? I've seen a couple of pages, but I've never like read it. Oh, I, I have like, oh, the book is amazing. But the other thing about, about Undereducation is, you know, it doesn't, like you said, the, the art style is not something you would see in, a, in like a published comic book because it's that loose the pencil style. But also, there's a lot more text on the page than you would typically get. Just just looking at the at the stories on either side of it, which are you know art based. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And again, our I feel like a good anthology should be like a good mixtape. It should. Uh, it should <laughs> like be. That. There should yeah. be short songs. There should be long songs. There should be songs that are as long as there. There should be songs that you know you're gonna love and ones that flow into each other and for the different emotions. Right. Exactly. Like I used to do mixtapes for like days of the week, and like I would have like a Friday one which is more peppy, and a, and like a Tuesday one which is a little more somber. Mm. But then you always, I wanted to always put in like a couple of somber songs on the on the on the peppy one and some yeah. peppy songs on the somber one just kind of maneuver it all together so that um there are three pieces of this anthology there are black and white stories and color stories there was ranges from one to 15 pages and this tonally from comedy to to uh horror and and high drama yeah and so like the the, the real struggle of the book was pacing all of it together making sure there weren't so many long stories yeah. together or so many dark stories together so when people read it a lot of times what they really uh, what they tell me at the end was um, I liked that there were like pops of humor after like a really dramatic story as like a palate cleanser. And I liked that like after having a, it wasn't ever too like comedic. Mm -hmm. um, I, I could sort of go. And the best part about anthologies is if you don't like something or you want more of something else, you can always flip like five pages and I'll be there. Yeah. So, so since you're the one that ordered the uh, stories, do you prefer people to read it from back to front? Or to go around? I, I like, I mean, 
I want people to read front to back. And here's why. The, the first story is my story with Eric Lervold. And uh, he, uh, he is an art, amazing artist. He works with Color World out of Minis- uh, Minneapolis. And we wanted to do something that was sort of tonally, um, I don't want to say even keeled, but tonally like you're, eases you into the story. And then the next one is by Katrina Kunzman. And that, and that one, uh, she does Warhead and she does um, a bunch of other stuff like Zed and Alter Life. Um, and that story is very, very weird. So I, like, I, I, I ground you in something that's, um, that's kind of normal-ish. Not super normal, but like normal-ish. It has an art style that you could see in any professional you, comic you book. tone. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then we kind of start diving deep into into like super weird. That book by Katri- that story by Katrina is um is basically two gods who go to a dinner party, and one of them is like has like a head like a uh, like a cell you would find in a body, and one has like a, a snake wrapped around her head, and they're all like weird gods, but they're just having like a normal kind of like chill hangout get together, <laughs> and one of them had planned a party on the same day as as one of the main characters and she's kind of tiffed about it and then we go into a story um called uh uh download possession which is about a uh a girl who's sad because this monster uh science fiction like robot is supposed to bring her friends and hasn't delivered and then we kind of go so like it it makes sense tonally to go from the beginning to end, and then most importantly, at the end, after you've had this kind of rocky road, I want to leave you on a whimsical kind of note to leave the story on, and that's where uh, Esmeralda's tree comes in yeah. because it's a very uh, safe kind of whimsical way to like leave the book. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it's a good way to kind of like be like, okay, like it it, it wraps up like. You go through all these different tones, and it's kind of like one of those ones, like because I read it really quickly, and yeah, you're just like, okay, like now everything's just kind of come to an end, and it's my a positive have, message yeah, too. Exactly. So, so yeah, so some of the other ones are not so positive, and like some of them are like tough to get through because like they don't deal with like happy, fun, fluffy things. So like, kind of leave the book feeling like a kid, like you reading um, where the wild things are. Yeah. And and there's a poem in here. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's two poems in there actually. Yeah, we we had found the fear monster so far. I think the next. So that is Christy Shin. She does a book called uh, Personal Monsters, and that's one of her personal monsters that she does. And you go about to about uh, forty events a year, or just conventions a year. I do somewhere in the realm of thirty to forty five signings a year. Wow. uh, uh, Appearances. So. And where can they get this book from? So they can get it on Kickstarter. Um, starting on. Uh, two fourteen. So right before this, so it'll be live when this goes when this yep. goes live. Yep. Um, and then uh, this weekend you can see it at Long Beach Comic Expo. Cool. Uh, tonight, which this is going live on the seventeenth, I will be at the Comic Creator Con, which is yeah. I just found that today via Facebook, so I'm gonna look into that. It's probably the thing I'm most excited uh, yeah, about. It was your post actually yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> I think I, I think I am more excited for this that that con than any other con because yeah, it's basically you, it's basically <laughs> everything that I like about cons, which is like creators. Like I'm I'm doing a, I'm moderating a panel with Mark Wade, Amy <gasps> Reader, and Dean Haspiel about like p- doing partnerships. Um, Steve Ellis and Dave Gallagher from uh, Living Boy are coming in. 
but it's basically four to nine and there's three panel rooms and every hour has different panels about how to make comics. And like, I've been talking about doing something like this forever. And I'm so happy that Chris, uh, Chris Simon, who's the programming director for Long Beach Comic Con. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is we doing it. I, I, yeah. I read the article, so yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's so... I'm like, so I'll be there uh, cool. as like the thing, and we're doing a big launch party, but it's going to be two days before this nice. goes live. I, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna, we might be there, but yeah. yeah. I'm going to pause this. Uh, I'm actually going to put this out on Wednesday. How about that? Like, everything that was just said... Well, it can't come out before the 16th. No, because I launched on the, on the 15th. I launch on the fourteenth. My my con is on the. Well, I'm saying like like everything from from the beginning from oh, what we've recorded that, that moment. Yeah, sure, we can say. say yeah, I'm saying like comic, we, I can put it out like on th- or I can put on Thursday as a tease for whatever this. you want to do. So in the, the, the big launch here. party is on two fifteen, yeah. which is the Wednesday. It's at Heidi Ho Comics in Santa Monica. There's also going to be a satellite one at um, at the Blue Canary in um, oh, Pittsburgh. Sorry. Well. How would you like cool. everything? Everything I was said. That's before. awesome. Yeah. We're probably gonna do a third one. We're gonna try and do a third one in in Kent, Washington, where my friends uh, uh, are somewhere in Washington, uh, where my friends uh, Misha and Greg live, who are, have two stories in this book. So what? Ha- so what's happening on the fifteenth? Okay, so on the fifteenth, we're gonna have an awesome launch party at Heidi Ho Comics in Santa Monica. Ah, oh, cool. uh, we are going to have a face painter who's gonna fa- paint your face like a monster. <laughs> we're going to have my friend, and that is uh, uh, Donna Letteracy, uh, who does a whole bunch of awesome stuff, uh, and his she does awesome paintings and weird zines and. Um, She's going to be there doing face painting. And my friend uh, Daniel DeSosa, who does Pervana and um, a lot of Kitty Jenkins stuff. And he does uh, Oi, Tales of Bardic Fury. He's going to be there uh, drawing you as a monster. He usually draws people as a sloth. But for this event, he's going to draw you as a monster. Oh, I saw him. Wasn't yeah, he we, in Anime LA? We, we met him before. Yeah. yeah, he was next to me at Anime LA. That's right. When yeah. We do a lot of cons together. We did uh, Bakersfield, Palm Springs, and we did... Um, we did uh, LA Festival of Books last year together, so nice. we conned together a lot. So he'll be there drawing people as a monster, and then you'll be able to meet uh, Nick Doan and Gwen Dreyer. Nick Woo. has a story in the book um, called uh, One Last Tear that he did with uh, Danielle Sarah, who um, did Hellraiser, who did a Hellraiser Whoa. story. Awesome. And it's awesome. Um, you'll also be able to meet uh, Mike Tanner, Oh, and yes. I, I love Mike. I love his book. I love you, Mike. Yes. Shout out. Mike's great. And he does a book called... Uh, I think this is kind of like right here. Sweet. <laughs> so he does uh, Young Braves of the Apocalypse for Oni. Yeah, I have right over there. And 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 an exclusive limited edition bag. Yeah. So the bag... <laughs> so you'll be able to pick up the bag, uh, the book, and they'll have books to sell of their own. Um, uh, so uh, just to go back, Nick and uh, Nick Doan has a story. He does... Uh, he is the writer of uh, Monster Elementary, yep. which did two volumes on Kickstarter and is being published by Space Goat. And uh, um, Gwen Dreyer, who is the editor, will also be there. My friend Mary Bellamy, who does Ah Heck and is the artist for My Little Pony, will be there. Uh, Christy Shin, who we talked about already, who has one of the poems in the story and uh, does, uh, does Sepulcher and uh, Personal Monsters will be there. Nice. My friend uh, Dave Lucarelli, who does uh, uh, 
who does uh, children's vampire hunting brigade, and they have he has a story in there as well uh, called "The White Lady Vanishes" or "Tale of the White the Legend Lady." Of, the Legend of the White Lady. That one I always get it wrong. I don't know why I can't get that one right. <laughs> um, also, Muscles the fail. <laughs> Lady in the Water. Yeah. Also, <laughs> the Sketchy Bugs will be there. So a lot of Yay! the Sketchy Bugs will be there. So um, uh, Alex uh, Alex Mark. Bodner and um, Felix Yin have a story in oh, there. Cool. Um, called uh, The Promise. Um, uh, Luis and Alex Bermudez has have a story in there called uh, uh, Terror, Thy Name is Pooh. Um, <laughs> and the, the other sketchy bugs will be there, so Mark will be there also, um, hopefully, and uh, John and... Um, Hope well, hopefully, you know the sketchy <laughs> bugs and uh, and ladybugs work closely together. So um, I'm hoping Christine can be there and uh, mom, did. but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I just know those are the people that are for sure going to be Yay. there. Um, there's probably going to be some other people that come in late or early. And um, if we can set it up right, we're going to be live streaming the events. Uh, there's an event in Pittsburgh at the Blue Canary uh, awesome. Coffee House from my friend uh, Angela Fullard, who does or Fullard. I actually never heard her say her name, but like I think it's Fullard actually. Uh, An- Angela Fullard, who does Esmeralda's Tree, will be at that one. Oh, cool! And we're trying to also schedule uh, one up with uh, Greg Smith and Misha uh, in uh, Washington, That's and awesome. they do uh, two stories: one with Mike, which is um, the uh, screen to kill for. Yeah, I'm just looking at that. Yeah, that one's dope. And also um, the promise, which is towards the back of the book. And they'll all, if we can get it together, we're going to live stream those. And on all top right. of that, all that stuff, you're going to get free stuff for coming to this Woo! thing. So if you back at the $40 level, which will get you the book, hardcover copy of the book, because you guys right now are holding uh, soft cover copies. Yep. The hardcover. It, it is a little soft on the cover side. Yeah. But the, uh, pro- the, 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 the Kickstarter is for a hardcover edition, um, which will be printed on high quality art gloss paper. Ooh. And uh, that same wraparound cover, except it's going to be a matte cover with UV spot on all of the green, uh, the yellow eyes you see. Oh. And if we hit our big stretch goal, which is twenty grand, um, it's going to be glow in the dark the eyes. <laughs> that is so cool. That is brilliant. Uh, so that would uh, look so cool, like on the bookshelf. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, our Fucking goal is terrifying. <laughs> oh yeah, is you what should that see, would be. You should see my five bookshelves full of stuff. So. Well, our goal is to make the kind of book that, um, you know, people that love monsters can cherish forever, keep on their coffee table. There'll also be a ribbon, end sheets, all of the other good stuff you see. $40, including shipping. You should have, like, a monster clasp as well. Well, let's let's get the first stretch goal first, (laughs) and then we'll talk about the rest of it. Um, So, you'll get the book. Give the book horns. (laughs) You'll get a digital download of the cover. I'm sure you're going to have the cover on the thing because that's what everyone loves. Yeah. Like the digital download of the cover by Aaron Alexovich and um, a PDF and CBZ file of the book for 40 bucks, including shipping in the U.S., all of it. Um, and it's if you bad. pledge on that at that level by the time of the by the uh, either the first day or the second day um, by the launch party, you also get to raid my comic collection. I'm going to bring my books, uh, two boxes of, of trades, monster trades, some books, and you'll be able to raid it, take some some free stuff home <laughs> with you to add to your collection. Hell yeah. Now, if you do back the first two days, you also get three bonus perks. Oh, snap. Uh, the first is I have a course called Crush It on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, 
Yep. That, that course, for everyone that backs the first two days at $40, gets free lifetime access to it. Oh. That's a $200 course, free. Which completely is free. entirely wow. worth it. If you've ever thought about running something on Kickstarter and you have a big project, I, I can't stress its importance enough. Thank you so much. So I, I know that. I know we're 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 gonna. I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm done. I'm doing that. Uh, there's two more. I bitty at all, folks. Sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> there's two more perks though. Two more. That's, two that more. one's awesome. Two but more. There's two more. Oh, for wait, people. there's more. So the <laughs> the second one is an eight page ash can of the first book that I ever published, which is uh, the, which is the Wannabes, which is the namesake of my company. Oh yeah. Cool. I've only ever released it to people on my mailing list before, but everyone that backs gets that. Ooh. And three. I have a new book that we're editing right now called The Vessel, which is like Under the Dome set a million years in the future. <laughs> Everyone that backs the $40 level, the first two days gets a free uh, PDF, Moby, and EPUB book of that as well for right. 40 bucks. And That's you also can bad. then upgrade to uh, – I'll have the Katrina Hates Dead Shit hardcovers, the Ichabod <laughs> Jones hardcovers um, being drawn into the book original uh, original art pages so all that stuff will also be available in the campaign we're keeping nice. a real book specific this time you want a book <laughs> then a second book and a third book and then being and then a special <laughs> thanks but if you back by 40 bucks and you don't come to and you come to the campaign you get all that stuff plus you get to raid my comic collection um if you do it online at least you get those other three rewards i mean yeah so let's be honest that's just that's, this is just an excuse you know raiding your comic collection to clear out some space on your shelves right I will say that is a tangential benefit, but <laughs> but it's mostly because um, there's a crap ton of monster stuff that I have in my collection, <laughs> and I haven't read it in like a year. But it's great stuff. Yeah, like I have books from Katrina, um, and from War her Warhead books. Other books from people that are creators, which like I want other people to read, and like I yeah. I. I I might read them in the future in five years, but I would rather you guys who come and donate to the campaign, you guys like go and read them get, and have extra stuff. They get more pieces of you essentially. They're like, oh, here's I, I. <laughs> here's the thing because this is not like garbage. Like this is like really good stuff. Like okay. this is stuff that like I loved <laughs> for the most part. It's stuff that I really loved. But like, so it's not like Deathstroke from the New Fifty Two. No, <laughs> well, it's not. It's not the swag box of, of free shit that you get. You know, going to events. I mean, I mean, look, it is also there's also the stuff I didn't like at all. There's like one <laughs> box of stuff that's just like my swag box that I bring to like events for like comic like, book Sunday. Take this, please. Just... Hey, do you want this this beer koozie that I've never used? No, it's all books. I mean, oh, yeah, okay. they're all books things. Yeah. They're all book things, but. There's a ton of stuff that is just like beautiful books that I just don't have space for, and, and like I would like them to find crap. a good home, <laughs> like Godzilla versus Robocop. <laughs> but that would be great. I would love that. I would one. read the fuck out of that one. Like, there's a really <laughs> weird like uh, romance novel, which is a Marvel novel, <laughs> which is like a She-Hulk novel. It's like a She-Hulk romance novel, and it's so weird and like interesting. But she looks like, hot. I'm sorry, but she's hot. I just gotta say it. Hey, did you know they made romance novels about She-Hulk? No. Definitely not. <laughs> well, they do. And I have one, a copy of one, and there's a rogue story too in there. It's like a back to back. And like, that's just, that was really cool. But let's be honest, I'm never going to read that again. So I would like yeah. someone who really wants it to be able to read it. Does the romance novel have Fabio in the cover? No, it has a She Hulk. It has She Hulk and Rogue. It's really, it's really interesting. She Hulk and Rogue? 
The two different stories. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's okay. not like together. That's like well, a She-Hulk story it's too bad, and a Rogue if story. If it had been, you had just sold Tyler like yeah. hook line. That would have been hot. I'm not gonna lie. Well, well, there you go. You can come to the come I mean, to the thing and get the and well, you, that can be yours. Well, what happened? <laughs> what, would she just suck the radiation out of her? I I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, we need Stan Lee here from All Rest Era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. All right, and all of this is if you back the Kickstarter starting on the 15th, right? Yes. On the four. So you back it on the 14th. And if you if you back at the fourteenth or fifteenth, you get all the goodies for forty bucks. For forty bucks, if you come to the event, you also get to raid my my uh, my comic book yep. stash and get your you, face painted. Made painted and you're going to be at the event in yes. Santa Monica. I'm going to be at the event with a. You can back at the event too. Yeah, cool. Um, forty bucks in cash. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, forty bucks. To, I'll have a, a, a computer. I'll have a computer that you can log into Kickstarter if you don't want to do it, or you can okay. do it on your own phone. However you want to do it, but like, yeah. trust me, it's we'll a have, good app. We'll have a lot Every of like, opportunity to take to receive money for in return yes. for books. I, so my big thing is like, I truly believe this is the best monster anthology that's ever existed, and I mean that as it's not a horror anthology, it's not a werewolf anthology. It is a love letter to monsters. Yeah, it is two hundred and twenty four pages, and we're trying to print it the most absolutely beautiful way possible. You just send it to Guillermo del Toro just to see if he says something. I will probably give him a copy if I see him. I'll you send should, one. Yeah, I mean, you should send it like email can, and be like, "Hey, I am address. We can do this." Or no, I mean, I'm sure if you would email him, "Hey, I'm going to send you a copy of my monster anthology book," and he'll be like, "Okay." I bet he's that, also like the teddy bear of Hollywood right. too. <laughs> well, the thing is that's not so. What I love about uh, Guillermo del Toro is he loved monsters of all kinds. Like yeah. he, he like, and this is the same way that I saw monsters as just horror anthology. The most of them are in horror anthologies. Yeah, and I wanted to do an anthology which celebrated monsters from Monsters Inc. to Hellraiser and everything in between. So this is like my yeah. love letter to monsters. I I I I, I only brought in people to do book to do stories. That love monsters as much as me. So, so from two different spectrums, like Godzilla and then Godzuki. Yes. Does anybody remember that Godzuki? Well, it was part of the same show. If you watch the, yeah, I know, the but they're two different kinds of monsters. I, I was just trying to do it. All right, so all of this is available <laughs> for uh, Kickstarter starting on the fourteenth. You got it back in the first two days at a forty dollar level, and you get all of this. And go to all Heidi Hill Comics in Santa Monica. And if you if you're listening to this on the tenth, eleventh, twelfth, or thirteenth. You can go to monsteranthologycomic.com and get a free 50-page preview of the book. Woo! And you will then be put on the list for all of the goodies to come on the Kickstarter campaign also. And then if you're listening to this on the 14th, you can still go to Monster Anthology Comic, but it will redirect you right to the Kickstarter campaign. Nice. Good touch. Good touch. Yeah, that's sweet. Sweet. All righty, guys. And um, we, uh, yeah. Go on the 15th and definitely pledge or back this book. Back it, this it's, up. It's beautiful. Because it sounds awesome. I'm, I'm totally going to. All righty. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes, and you can visit our website, thegrangegathering.com. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review us. And if you want to contact us, you can contact us on our site. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on Twitch TV. This show has been brought to you by the Grangy Gathering Network. Join the gathering. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to tune in next week. Hopefully we'll see you at Santa Monica and GGG.